0: Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. One of my favorite authors is largely unknown. He wrote 3,000 essays and dozens of books. I still remember the first book I bought by F.W. Borum. It's called The Luggage of Life. I was hooked. There's a chapter in the book called A Tonic of Big Things. Can I read to you the opening line? Immensity is magnificent medicine. And there we have it, folks. The most magnificent medicine of all is immensity. For the trivial things we get lost in, we need immensity. For we are, as the King James says it, cumbered about with many things, like Martha, and we forget, we forget the immensity of who is in our midst. Hello, this is Ken Gurley, and all this week on Daily Devotions, we're operating under the theme, you can trust him, that our God is eminently trustworthy. The ancients used to prescribe three remedies for the incurable, and all three dealt with immense things to journey to a seaside and watch the seemingly limitless expanse of the ocean and horizon and realize that the same God who made the oceans could sweep the sickness out of our lives or go to the mountains and get lost in the towering peaks and recall that there is someone greater than what we're facing. Or to be touched by a king, that the majesty of a king could rid you of the sickness that you face. That when we're sick, when we are scared, when we are stressed and our worlds get very small, we get so preoccupied with self. We tend to focus on small worries, small ideas, small thoughts, small hurts. Great minds discuss ideas. Average mind discuss events. Small minds. Discuss people. I want to discuss ideas and concepts and think greatly of our God. John Bunyan of Pilgrim's Progress fame wrote in his autobiography, Grace Abounding, that there were two things that made him wonder. One was seeing people who sought the material things in life as if they would live here forever, and the second was believers who were distressed and cast down with misfortune. Lord Bunyan wrote what ado is here about such little things as these such little things as these it's the world's business to cause us to look down when we should look up why art thou cast down o my soul hope thou in god the psalmist said it's the devil's business to cause us to look in when we should look out to lift up our eyes and to see that the field is white already under harvest. Our talk can become small talk. Our thoughts can become small. And rather than resting on the immensity of our God, we tend to drift inward and spiral downward. Table talk can go downward. Phone conversations can get Pessimistic. Social media postings can get negative. Even our prayers can be filled with small requests, such that we have not because we ask not. God has given you and me the capacity for great things. He has put us, like Jabez, into an enlarged territory. He has strengthened our stakes and lengthened our cords, but it's human nature to take something grand and to use it in a small way. It's being satisfied to saw with a dull handsaw when we could use a sharp power saw. It's being satisfied to drift with the tide when we could hoist the mainsail and sail against the wind. It's being content to starve at Samaria's walls when there's food to be had just for a little faith and a little courage. It's being content to live on Egypt's Onions, melons, leeks, garlic, when there is a land flowing with milk and honey. It's limiting the Holy One of Israel. It's resisting the Holy Ghost. It's unraveling the promises that God has for us. The soul of man will get weary of the microscopic and hunger for the telescopic. The soul of man will get weary with the minute and minuscule and long for the mighty and magnificent. Though it's the flesh's nature to drift inward and downward, there is a pull heavenward saying, we need an uplook and an outlook. We need the therapy that's found of great things. I think the ancients understood that. We need to get lost in the immensity of the almighty God. I don't know if you remember Ed Dobson. He was a fundamentalist at the heart of Jerry Falwell's moral majority. Many years ago, Dobson was diagnosed with ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, incurable, fatal. He was given two to five years to live, and he was told that this interval of time would be marked by great pain, great disability. That was in the fall of 2000. But like Hezekiah, Dobson was given another 15 years of life. How did it happen? He had a friend, a Pentecostal preacher, who believed God still healed. And Dobson asked his friend to pray for him. The preacher told him stories of people who had been healed and delivered. Provision had come. But then the preacher said some amazing words. Don't get obsessed with getting the answer. If you do, you will lose your focus. The focus is not on God's hand. The focus is on God's face. Get lost in the wonder of God. And then Who knows what God will do for you? For 15 more years, Dobson wrote, that was the best advice he had ever received. Since that night and every day that he was allowed to live on planet Earth, he said, I tried to get lost in the wonder of God. What amazing advice for all of us. When we focus on the gift of salvation more than the Savior, we are limiting what God can do. When we focus on the gift of the Holy Spirit more than the baptizer of the Holy Spirit, we are limiting what God can do. When we focus on the gift of healing more than on the healer, the great physician himself, we're limiting what God can do in our lives. When we get focused on the provision more than the provider, we limit what Jehovah Jireh can accomplish in our life. A.W. Tozer believed that one question should dominate the church's attention. And here is the question, how do we view God? He said the essence of idolatry is the entertainment of thoughts about God that are unworthy of him. That our worship is pure or base as the worshiper entertains high or low thoughts of God. God is great. Lift him up. Think high thoughts of our God. I read of a preacher who resigned a church in Canada after serving for a couple of years. After the farewell message, one of the elder men of the church with tears in his eyes said, Pastor, I hate to see you go. I only had one objection to you in these last two years. Your preaching was always too horizontal preaching too horizontal, focusing too much on our duties to life, our social duties, our family duties, preaching too much about how we should treat fellow believers and unbelievers and officials and enemies, too horizontal, talking about right talk, right conduct, right feelings all the time. One great old preacher of the past said, we must preach more and more on the great texts of the scriptures. We must preach on those tremendous passages whose vastness almost terrify us as we approach them. I know we live in a world where our relationships with others is so important, but I'm convinced that if we could look up and see God in all of his glory, his might, and his power, then we would walk right, talk right, treat each other right. So let's get more vertical. Let's exit the horizontal way of thinking and also remember that there was a vertical axis to the cross of Calvary. Give us an Elisha who will say, Lord, open his eyes that he may see that those who are with us are far greater than those who are against us. Give us an apostle Paul who will say, I don't know about your God, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Give us a Simon Peter who will say, I don't have small things, but I have a great God. And in the name of Jesus Christ, rise and walk. Give us a Samuel who said, consider the great things the Lord has done. Your life in Christ is filled with so many great things. We have a great God who gave himself as a great sacrifice. We have what the Bible calls so great salvation. We've had a great change in our life. We have great and greater grace that's amongst us. We have great faith rather than little faith, and we have great consolation and great joy. Some people can stand in the middle of one of their prayers and still touch all four sides of it because it never goes beyond what they are able to accomplish in themselves and in the arm of the flesh. But I'm dreaming of some great things from God. Reach for the moon and the stars. Reach far beyond what you are capable of doing in yourself. Yes, get lost in the immensity of God, because that's the God you can trust, the one that's high and lifted up and has all authority and power. Isaiah captured that in the 40th chapter when he asked who else has held the oceans in his hand, who has measured off the heavens with his fingers, who else knows the weight of the earth or has weighed out the mountain and the hills, who is able to advise the Spirit of the Lord, who knows enough to be his teacher or his counselor. Has the Lord ever needed anyone's advice? Does he need instruction about what is good or what is best? Have you never heard? Have you never understood that he is the one who spreads out the heavens like a curtain and makes his tent from them? To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? That's the God that we serve. And our God is so great and greatly to be praised. God can operate In the big picture, he's the Colossus of the cosmos. He's the deity as well of detail. He knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows the numbers of our days. He knows when we get up in the morning. He knows when we lay down in the evening. He knows us by name. He knows us by DNA. He knows the end from the beginning. He is great, greatly to be praised. Get lost in the immensity of our God. It's in the seventh psalm, indeed in other psalms as well, that David, the sweet psalmist of Israel, began his song with these words, O Lord, my God. We, of course, recognize that as the opening words to a song written just after the Second World War, O Lord, my God, when I an awesome wonder Consider all the works thy hands have made. I see the stars. I hear the rolling thunder. Thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, how great thou art. We need to get lost in the immensity of God. Because most of what we receive in God is when we get lost in his greatness. And we are overwhelmed by his mercy. Overwhelmed by his love and by His goodness. All of this week we're talking about you can trust Him. You can trust the God who has it all in the palm of His hands, who knows you and loves you. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.